right, and welcome to the Jeep Life Podcast, where that Jeep podcast where we celebrate that Jeep life and everything, everything that goes along with that. I am one of your hosts, Terry, and I've got my good friends with me. Uh, hey, Don, it's good to see you, ma'am. Yeah, it's glad to be back. Yeah, Sorry good to see I you. Make the, it last in week the, in the seat. I know. Um, you're a you're a, you're a good man. Yeah, thanks for having me back. Yeah, I've missed you. Yeah, I just want you guys too. I have a bolt. <laughs> I have a bolt for you. By the way, oh yeah, bolt. don't let me forget that. So uh, yeah. maybe we could get that back in there this week and finish it up. And we'll see. Okay, a bolt. I like it. Yeah, a bolt. What is a bolt? I've, I had from? a friend source a bolt for my steering stabilizer for me, and it's it's ready to go. <laughs> Bill, Good how you stuff. doing, man? I'm doing well, man. Finally, we'll put that steering that <laughs> steering three shaft steering stabilizer on. Literally has been in your garage for. A, a more than year. a year. Yeah. A year. Yeah. It's because crazy. that's how long I've had the PSC system on my That's team. right. That's right. So I'm excited to get that thing. Finally. Yeah. And I've been without one for you a, know, a, more than a month now. Let me tell you. Yeah. That is a really nice steering stabilizer, but you know what's even better? What's up? Hydro assist. <laughs> yeah, that's next. Uh, 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 <laughs> let me let me get let me get this next. going and rolling. You got to do the, the same thing I did. I put it on for like two months, yeah. and all of a sudden I realized I needed better steering. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll see. We'll see how that works out. <laughs> I was thinking. I don't know if I'm going to do hydro. I might just do like a like a big bore. Oh yeah. So I think that's what uh, Eric runs. Is a big bore yeah. box yeah. with no hydro. Yeah. And he runs forties. I think that's yeah. what I'm going to run because I don't I mean, want to damage the hydro. He hasn't had an issue with it, right? But I mean, now he's going to put the hydro on. He said, "But so first thing I'm going to do because mine's overheating on the uh, trail. So first right. thing I'm going to do is change the fluid out to the stuff that PSC uses, and then was it you and I that going through that fluid? Yes, and w- with the demo so with gonna, that dude. Yeah, so yes. we're going to try Guess that. What I just bought that fluid. Two cases of it. Oh, nice. I want to flush mine out with that stuff. Yeah. So I have. All right. I have some. Awesome. It's not cheap. No, I know it's not, but <laughs> it's I, not. I, I understand that it keeps it from out in the garage. I aerating, which yes. is what causes the overheating. The so right. Yep. So I want to try that first, and, and if that still doesn't work, then I'm going to put a big board. So one thing that you possibly can do, and this is another thing that people don't know, is use a PSE pump. They run at 1600 psi instead of the normal 1100 psi. Oh, do they? Like the so that might work too. too. Oh, okay. So, however, with an older box, um, box that cheap's not that old. It's only got 40,000 miles. Oh, on then you then you should yeah. be fine. Yeah. Yeah. That, so that Jeep only a, has 40,000 miles on it. A little over, I think 42 or something. Oh my God! I just <laughs> broke 126. I crossed the 80 mark. It sits in the garage most of the time. That is true. Oh, it's pretty yet. Yeah, well, mine, mine um, definitely doesn't. So, yeah, things to look at. And that's another thing we can talk about that as a topic of, you know, what PSC does yeah. and why they are yeah, who that, they are. Yeah, that'll be a great great. Because I've done a topic. lot of research. Yeah. I, run, I run, you know, the full hydro system yep. on the buggy. So I've learned a lot through that. Double-ended rams, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, Eaten orbital valves, That that's what you use. And then on top of that, full hydro systems. So yeah, well, I I didn't understand a single word you said, but I'm going to nod Don, my head. And Don yeah. did. Yeah, I did. Yeah. Um. So let's let's have a good episode about that sometime. Yeah, we. Will. I, I yeah, that would be a cool one because I've been starting to research that because I've been, my box has been yeah yeah overheating or my my pump. So that's what I did. Yeah. And then on top of it, PSC. Do you have a? Oh, you have. 
Oh, you don't need a cooler for your transmission. Nope. Manual trains. Huh. Oh, yeah. Because then also PSC makes a really nice front-mounted cooler, tra- auto trans, and... and yeah. Uh, but you can buy just the single cooler for right, your the power steering for the power steering, right. which is a really nice setup. Right, which sits. is probably you know m- maybe another issue, but and they're cheap too. Yeah. Well, I don't have when the power steering's working, it turns them. It's just that if I'm on a blue or black trail and I'm up against rocks, within a minute, it's it fades, and then like when we were out that one day, boiled it over. Yeah. Oh. Know, so that bad, huh? Yeah, it got real high. No power steering. Interesting. It's like he said, it cavitates it, and then it just gets hot. The yep. air gets locked in there. And hey, you know that. what I want to talk about right now? Yeah, let's talk about it. Our partners. Oh, man, I love talking about our partners. I, you know, and so we got a text message. Um, we just had a... Literally I, from I like one of our partners. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, one of our partners... Um, I hear you all the time if I'm out back. I hear you now, like, just ripping up and down. That's all I do is drive up and down your street. It says 25 miles an hour. No, No. not this street. Like, over, like, Hamilton Boulevard, like, going out that way, I just hear pipes exhaust. So the the shirt holds true, right? Disturbing the peace. 1984 or whatever. All of a sudden, I just hear JK go, (laughs) Yeah, you know it's not me because I'm not going really fast. I'm going really subtle. No, there's no. nothing subtle about no. that. No, that uh-huh. no. <laughs> no. Like gas pedal's an on-off switch. Yeah, dude, we, lo- we love those guys at Pipes, and, and they've got a free shipping code from us, um, Jeep Life. It just get you a free shipping. Which um, shipping is a big deal, man. Shipping is, and it's getting more expensive. <laughs> it's getting really it's getting more. freaking expensive. Yeah. yeah, so our appreciation to them um, for that. Who else? We want? We're doing random order here. This yeah, throw, I mean, yeah. well. Throw, so, throw the dart at the dartboard. <laughs> I got to tell you something. Power tank. <laughs> oh, there, did you say you went to upper left tank? No, you I didn't. Wanted to, I was going to say about my armor lights. All right. Yeah, it's man. I've been putting I, work lately. Dude, that age. armor light? I just cleaned mine today. But I, I cleaned mine for the first time with the goddamn pressure washer. <laughs> I'm not kidding you. <laughs> nice. Open the plug up, and yep. I turn the pressure washer on low, and... There you go. Freaking thing just is brilliant. Goes right on down. It is I, crazy. It, it really is. The fact that it still looks brand new. It looked like shit after yeah. the trail ride. Yeah. I didn't mm-hmm. soap it down or anything. I just ran the pressure washer on really low. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I, I just took a rag and wiped it down the, the yep. orange drainy thing and Perfect. son of a bitch. Perfect. It's like new again. Mm-hmm. It, it really is. It really is. And yours has been taking a beating because you're back driving again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's good. Yeah. It's really taking a beating. Yeah, mine, I cleaned mine out. I didn't actually wet mine at all. I just vacuumed all the dirt out. And you wouldn't believe what just doing that does to it's, bring it back to weird. life. It's weird. It's yeah. like nothing holds to no. it. But it's they made a deal with the devil. I think they did. They yeah. made a deal with the devil. There's yeah, no doubt about it. That stuff is slick. If you don't have an armor light flooring system, it's something that you want to invest in. I was fine. Like I said, I would take mine last because I had the weather. Te- no comparison to the weather text. Mm-hmm. Nothing. No, yeah. No. Well, so here's another thing, and I had this comment um, on our YouTube channel. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We get this all the br- time. I kind of yeah. want to bring this one up. Yeah. Um, and it was, I'm not going to mention the person, but they asked us about. Yeah. Bought one of these once from my JK. I'm going to have the entire tub Linex next week. Just get Linex. It, 
from the start because that's where you'll end up. All right, for starters, all right, they didn't on. just buy buy that because no. it's a newer product, it's brand new, right? Number one, number right. two, and uh, and and this is so. First, you commented back yeah. and said, like, if you bought an armor light system, then you wouldn't be lining at this point. <laughs> right. That's, that's, that's all we had to say. Yeah. And the second part, like, it's not just the material itself. It's heat reduction. It's uh, protective layer. It's, you know, noise reduction. Noise. Noise huge. is yeah. huge. Yeah. Huge. And it, it feels, it feels warmer. Like the cold mornings, I have driven. It feels warmer. Yep. It feels like I don't. Like my feet are real sensitive, I guess, because of being on the shop floor all the time. Feels warmer. Feels cooler when it's a hot day. Yeah, yep. like it's just a superior so system. I don't use my floor vents anymore. Right. Just because it keeps it such at a constant yeah. temperature too. Yep. It's not that it's a, you know, hot cold necessarily. Another thing, but it keeps it constant. There's no right. like spiking when you're going up the hill. It doesn't spike up. Right. right. My temperature gauge. We're, we're climbing. We have one steep hill on Absolutely. the way back home from work, and it's steep. And I watch my temperature gauge all the time creep up. Yeah. I notice no temperature change inside exactly. the. Yeah. So cab. second part, Linex is going to transfer the heat and hold it yep. because you're just adding more material to the yep. metal. And also on top of it, then the person asked. Why not have both? Oh. You don't need both. No, and I don't and know that because of the texture of the Linex, you'd be able to lay the armor all correctly. Like I think it would, it would, it, you wouldn't because there's parts where you got to like slide it under. Unless you it totally fit under, the, it wouldn't it fit under the dimensionally. Trim. It will not. Pro fit. Right, right. That's right. true too because he, it's well, like to the millimeter. Dave Ladd said that they yep. tried it dimensionally. Yeah. It will not fit because they have it so well, like. Clicked yes. in there. Yes. Yep. You felt yep. it. It like clicks in. Yep. Yep. So I had to bring that up. Yeah. So you don't need both. You just mm. need one. And, and that's Armor Light. You know, and a pipe's exhaust. Yeah. And Armor Light, those great people at Armor Light, we have a discount code Jeep Life Podcast 10, and they get you 10% off of a full system. And Which it's is well awesome. worth it. Off camber lighting. Oh, oh. We, didn't, we didn't finish. Well, let's do off camber lighting. Let's do it. We had our yeah. first. First Jeep Life customer bought from off cam. Yeah, we got the text right before we started, and we're excited about that because they're they're our newest partner, right? And it's good that lights are awesome. Oh, yeah, yeah. So you know, they're, like I'm gonna buy some for the shop. I think. And what good people? I mean, it, well, put a little magnet on it, and yeah, let's give one and away. set it up. We're gonna give one away right now. Right now, got one. All right, which which one is that? That is the. Oh, it's the pin light, the one we're talking That's about. This thing is so awesome. So All let's right. give one away right now. Are, are, are we going to just give it to one of our live listeners? Um. Or are we no, I think we should do a live listener. These people dedicate a lot of time to our show. All right. All right. Well, um, think what, of a number between do? one and a hundred. We'll write it down and then hold on. Don't do it yet. Everybody, hold. put it right on the show notes right now. We got it up. Um, I'm going to put down a number. Okay. And the closest one to that number gets without going over. Now they can go over. Yeah, yeah. Because okay. yeah. if if if, if you're one let's off. say I'm let's say I make number one, right? And somebody picks number two, then they're out. Because we said one to a hundred. True, true, true. Close. It is not going to be number one. Two, but the closest or dead two. on. Yeah. Can I play? <laughs> well, no. you haven't looked over here. No. Yeah. Um, but the number is right here on All my right, screen. Seventeen. And go ahead and, and use the comment field to to put in a number, and the winner, closest one, gets it. I will we'll keep this going for the whole show. 
All right. So when we until, sign off, when when we sign off, uh, wait until the numbers hit. Yeah, if I see it, I'm gonna call it out. Okay. Right, right. All right. So um, we're, we're we'll keep this you going. You can only guess once too. We're watching. Yeah. Oh, I see a we'll lot go, of people coming in. I like we'll, this. We'll go with your your first number if you guess twice. <laughs> exactly, and we will scroll through. That's right. Um. So how about it? Do we want we want to go ahead? Yeah, let's, let's hit see. that live button. Oh, wait a minute. We got um, Rockside Engineering. Oh my gosh! Yeah. How do we miss? Holy them? crap! Let me tell you. Do I need one now? They got. I cool need shit. a Rockside. Absolutely. I need one. Is it? How's it been getting that badass? Dude, I feel like it's a workout every every day. <laughs> <laughs> because it, I I know that I gained like two and a half inches. It gained a lot. It gained a lot. In the front, it gained a lot. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And you know, every I mean, every, it gained every, in the back too, but it gained a shitload in the front. <laughs> I picked up one of my daughter's um, friends yesterday. The 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 two girls, my daughter and my friend, went to the a football game, and they were you know I picked them up. They had been riding to my jeep. Forever, Forever. Yeah. right? All summer long to field hockey practice, et cetera. And this, you know, this girl's relatively short, yeah. and she hadn't ridden in, in the Jeep since. Right. And she had to, like, take three times to get up, to in. Get up in the I Jeep. I like when people forget and get out and fall out. <laughs> well, I've, I've done that. Yeah. But he's we like Rockslide Engineering. They've got a discount code, yeah. and man, it would make my Jeep so much oh, yeah, sweeter. Um, Jeep Life Power Tank. End. Yeah, we, power tank. Power tank. Power I just use mine. I used mine this past weekend, but the well, school's been. Um, yeah. But I used it at the school. I, them things are incredible, like how much you can fill. So we were moving yeah. cars around and using it in a parking lot. Yeah. They just keep filling tires. Mm-hmm. It, and especially smaller tires like that. Yeah. Oh, they'll yeah. go for forever. Yeah. You know, when you were dealing with 35s, 37s, et cetera, yeah. then you're oh, going to get a limited little, number. But there's little, little, yeah, little guys. Yeah, yeah, oh. Passenger car tires. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we filled up like, like 32 tires with those. And yeah. there's still. There's still I think pl- a quarter of plenty a tank, of them yeah. in there, right? And it's a fifteen. Um, so yeah, they're they're a great partner. I I love mine. I need to fill mine this week. So maybe mm-hmm. maybe one day this week I'll take and get my fill. But Jeep Life Pod fifteen is the discount code on that. And I tread think, lightly. I think Big Red's going to get some some power tanks. I think yeah it, yeah air lock it, it. it needs it it needs it put some um, air lockers and that that's way better than a compressor because that CO two is dry. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, so Did you just see on bleeping Jeep? It only takes like five pounds to lock an ARB locker. That's all it takes. They're locking them with a pan with a uh, pressure a cuff. Bleeder, yes. Uh, yeah. Most guys like high pressure competition guys. They only use a bleeder valve. That's all it is. It's, it's five it's pounds. That's all it's it takes to lock. Constant. It. It's true. It's mechanical. It's proven. I like it. I like it. So would air tank. I think you know power tank would be the same way. So tread lightly. Yeah. I want to use a power shot. The small guy. The oh, for you probably lock for at for least. Your I yeah. as long Scott as they're not I, leaking. Scott figured it out. As much as I use my lockers, I think it would last about six months. Well, yeah. yeah. It doesn't and take. That's what I'm saying. It. Five psi. Yep. Set the regulator low. Yeah. As long as that stuff has the, no leaks so, in it. Well, that's you're, it. You're so you hear lockers leaking a lot, but yeah. I think that's because that pressure's up around 100 psi. Yeah. I wonder if you lock them lower. I bet you they don't leak. They probably don't. You're probably yeah. right. Tread lightly. Tread lightly. I lock mine at like. <laughs> I don't know what the psi is. Man, it's tread lightly, guys. They. I every day I see something I, new from them. I follow them on Instagram. Oh, boys, yeah. they're always out working. They're always out working. Yeah. I, I. I would love to. I mean, a lot of the stuff they do is out west, and I. I just want to be out there and 
and clean some trails out there. But they're giving um, 50% off of their $50 and $100 memberships for our listeners. Mm -hmm. There is a process. Go to the show notes, read those processes, and if you have any trouble, um, shoot a DM to the Jeep Life Podcast, and we'll figure it out for you. Just remember, we're giving out the off-camber light. Yeah. Pick a number between 1 and 100. And we've we've got we've had we quite a few in there. Yep. Close. One in a hundy. And you can't guess more than once. Nope. Can't guess more than was once. Was it me? Was I close? Nope. Nope. So don't guess seventeen, everyone. Um <laughs> and um did that I think that covered all of our partners right now. Yep. I we have I I have a real exciting it's it's not ready, but we we've got another partner that's just waiting in the wings to go with us. So um but until that point I'm going to hit that button, and we're going to go. Is it Cabela's? It is not Cabela's. Okay. There was a light that flashed on my (laughs) dashboard, and it said, um, change oil soon. Yeah. And it just switched to today. Oil change required. Now. Now, bitch. Yeah. I mean, it literally said now, Now. bitch. So I had a question, and this is actually a couple questions, but we'll start it at the beginning. And... um, because I'm your typical Jeep owner, non-mechanic, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, when that happens, I know it's just based on a, a timer using miles, mm-hmm. right? It's miles, time, and actually there's an oil temperature. It watches oil temperature, Does it? Too. All right. Yeah. Yeah. So there's all those things that go into that algorithm, right? Right. Mm-hmm. But when it comes up, do I... I've got three choices, really. Immediately pull over and stop driving your Jeep. <laughs> Immediately. Immediately. That is not one of the choices that I'm going to to use. But I could take it to the dealer mm-hmm. and have them do an oil change mm-hmm. there. Okay. Or I could take it to one of these oil change places, Valvoline or whatever. Correct. That would be very similar to taking it to the dealer. Correct. Except probably a little bit cheaper. Correct. So. All right. So of those... Which do I want to do? So, Mopar, if you go to the dealer, yep. what they're going to put in yep. is Mopar Pro Max 55. Okay. Which is their standard Mopar, you know, 5W20 oil. It's right. a synthetic, though. It's, it's a, a full synth- synthetic. It's a full synthetic. It's made it? by Mobile. Okay. It's, it's made a by good Mobile. oil. It's a very good okay. oil. Yeah. Now, you go to one of these Valvoline shops, yep. they're going to put their you know, full synthetic, their own brand. Mm, I think when you go to a shop uh, like that, you, you, you can specify. You, get, you can you ask. Yeah, because there's, um, there's synthetic right. blends. Reddit, that, actually, I run a blend synthetic blend. And, and some full synthetic, right? right? You can do a regular petroleum oil. I don't think they, you can do a regular mean, anymore. You can't really? really even get that. Yeah. Oh, interesting. All well, right. you can. You can get it, but it, it's when I, that's why I said really get it. It's like not prevalent out right. there. You got to really search for it. So, so a full synthetic or or a blend. Yep. And then um, you know, I, I honestly I just change mine out. I use a really good blend and I change it out more often because of wheeling. Yeah. Because right. that dirt and stuff is yeah. you know. So I always use Mobile One. Always does. That's just I don't you. know why. All right. Always do. Doesn't. Ams oil. I, that was actually going to be my next question. Um. Now you really because you're driving a lot more now, right? Yeah. yeah. Get that Ams Oil Gold. It's super expensive. Yeah. If you want, you can probably run those oil changes longer. Uh, that was going to be my my question, because I mean, I I can do either way. I can mm-hmm. I can go and do it, or or 
should I reach out to one of get it from Jerry our reps Whoops, uh, yeah. and uh, yeah. Jerry and and Jerry. Jerry, and, get it from Jerry, and yeah. then let's let's uh, I'll put it in at the shop. All right, and then we'll do so. We'll use it for the podcast too. We'll do some testing on we'll get it too. Yes, I'm I'm due for an oil change. Yeah, I so I, that was kind of my I just replaced an oil. My thing. question with that because you know the fifteen thousand mile right, that's attractive. Yeah, it is. Right now, now I, I would probably cut like, it down. It's off season, so when it's right. du- or on season, when it's dusty and stuff, yep. I like to use a blend because I change out more often. I change like every thirty five hundred miles. Okay, um, I don't really think I need to do that, but I do anyway because I got a good filter. I got a pre filter on it. Um, but yeah, the winter months, I would go to the. In fact, I would do it with you guys, but I just changed because I had to do the, the oil pan. On it, and I put some cheap oil in it because I, I honestly I think that oil pan's gonna have to come back down. You think so? Well, when I put the guard on it, I think oh, it's okay, probably yeah. gonna leak. If, if I don't, okay, interesting. I mean, RTV. if you don't break the seal, I think you'll be fine. I don't know. I didn't put a whole lot of RTV on it because oh. I hate when it oozes out. Yeah. Mm. So yeah. we'll see. But anyway, so, so, I think it would make sense. I can get get the AMS oil filter because the filters they have gold. I don't know if they're gold filters, Jerry. If you're still on here, maybe you can help us out. But yeah. Um, they're, they make a filter for that gold series oil that you don't have to change out either. How to decide when to change the oil? Mileage or oil life percentage? Oil life percentage. Yeah. Well, not so, if you're using that gold. No, 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 no. I'm sorry. If you're using that gold, it doesn't really work. The algorithm doesn't work for that. Right. So that that becomes a non-issue. You right. need to base it on just, time and miles. Yeah. yeah. And, and maybe just keep track of it. But... and. I mean, for that stuff, I'd reset the light and start all over again and do it again. Because it's about 7,500 miles yeah. that they come on. So this whole thing of when to change your oil, if you don't have one of those oil lights or an oil like designation thing, it really comes down to the, the style of driving you do. Yep. So if you're driving a lot of stop and go, you're going to want to change your oil sooner. Right. You know, if you're driving city, you're going to want to dr- change your oil every 2,500 miles or less than that even. Right. Because it's a lot of stop and go. It's a lot of wear and tear on the motor. Right. You're breaking that, that you're constantly. Now, if you're driving a lot of highway where the motor's just cruising at you know, the, the 2,500 RPMs, it's, right. it's just, you know, highway miles are good miles. Like, right. so, you know, if you do, you know, somebody that changes their oil at 2,500 in the city, somebody might also run, you know, 7,500 on the highways right. if they do all highway miles. So, so if you, like a specialty oil like that, honestly, if you talk to Jerry, he will tell you when to change your oil mm-hmm. out, you know, depending on what you drive and, and um, that's the best way to do it for that stuff. Right. If you're running a conventional oil, just follow the, mm-hmm. the, the light. The right. light, yeah. I, I so when the red the, can light comes on, it's time to change the oil. I usually do mine around fifteen um, percent, yeah, or twenty percent in yeah. that neighborhood. Yeah, so I don't push it because I'm I'm hard on my engine. Mm-hmm. I I know that I am mm-hmm. not as hard as me. But this time, <laughs> I just kind of wanted to push it until we could talk about it tonight. Yeah, and. No, well, because we're you've been through multiple. What? You've been through multiple engines. You're, talking you're, about. <laughs> you're much harder on your engines than I am. I'm still on 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 my first. The three six liter is yeah. not Billy proof. <laughs> no, it isn't. Um, but I I think I am going to reach out to Jerry. And, it seems that way. And Some see. odd reason. And I push that thing off the rev limiter all Dude, the time. Dude, what year was that originally? That was in '99. That was a good year for the it four was, liter. It was a good yeah. year. 
has the good yeah, head. So I think I think Jerry would be, you know, the reach out to him and he's got those exact answers for you. But get this stuff and I'll throw it on when I when, you know, we'll change it when we do the rest of this stuff. Mm-hmm. That sounds good. Um, we'll finish it up. So we normally uh, product of the week. We're going to do this off camber light. We the pen light for those people um, that are listening. It, it behooves you to get on our live stream. Yes, it does because I'm getting ready to give away this off camber um, pen light, off camber lighting pen light. Um, and we had listeners. I picked a number randomly. I put it down in so the show notes. So we haven't hit the number yet. We have not hit it. I think we should just give it away All now. Right, do it now. Do it. You know because we had people. We had people that were within ten. That was me. <laughs> no, it was not you. Bastard, you changed the number after I guess. No. I did. Um, so if, you, if you're listening right now on the podcast or you've listened to us late, you've missed out on an opportunity to win something. So you should watch us live you for, for, for those. And um, it looks like I'm going back through because I flashed them all up on the screen so everybody could see what everybody else guessed. Um, and it looks like our friend Mark Campbell was the closest at 77 because the number was 73. There you the go. year you were born. <laughs> no, I'm older than that. <laughs> Unfortunately, <laughs> credit, buddy. I know I appreciate it. I know I look young with all this gray, but, um, so Mark, when I, I think I owe you something about anyway, the new blonde, it, it is the new blonde. You're right. When I get, I think I owe you. <laughs> oh shit. Yeah. <laughs> I owe you stuff. So I'll just throw that in the, in There's the, the stuff. Um, and we're going to send them some AOAA stickers too. Oh yeah. Our friend. Oh, shit. Where'd you get them? Yeah. Dave. Yeah. Our friend Dave come up for us. Oh, that's bad. I like that. You like that? They're, they're they moved. They moved. Um, Bigfoot. No, we, we got one on the table. Wait, oh, is yeah, that it's the sick. one for the buggy? That's this know. is the one for the buggy. You can have that for the buggy. We'll we'll get another. Dave All right, congratulations, we'll Mark. Yeah. Um, we'll get but that yeah, out to you. Um, I was uh, coming out to the truck the one day, and Dave stuck it. He opened the door and stuck <laughs> it on the front seat. I'm like, oh, awesome. okay, nice. Um, we have some events coming up. Um, heck yeah. And I mean, I mean, literally coming up, coming up this weekend. Yeah, this weekend, we are going to be at the Cape May Naval Air Station Hell in yeah. Cape May, New Jersey, yeah. tearing some shit up. Actually, no, we're no, not. we're not. It's um, not that kind of <laughs> if, event. No, it's a car show. Um, it is the New Jersey Jeep Invasion down at the Naval Air Station, and you know, it's a really cool place because it's a museum. Yep. At first, and it's it's an old aircraft hangar that they used in World War II, and who was stationed there? I don't know. Elvis, uh, Johnny Cash was, sta- uh, was stationed there when he was in was the he? Air Force. Oh, okay. Did I didn't you know, know that. that? No, I didn't. I didn't know that. How did... Uh, where did I... We was didn't that, hear that, that wasn't day you and tour, I took that, the tour. No. Yeah. No. Oh, my grandmother's friend told me oh, that. Oh, okay, cool. John. Yeah. So, yeah, he told me Johnny Cash was stationed there, and that's cool. I think it was Johnny Cash. Well, well, we'll 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 follow we'll up with that. Yeah. While we're there, we'll we'll come up with that. I am actually debating on going down Friday night. I'm thinking about it. And you know, if if we get down Friday night, maybe we'll have a a meetup if anybody wants to do that. I don't know. It it beats trying to get up ass early the next morning to get down there and try to get set up. Um. But so we're we'll we'll debate that. We were debating off air before we started today. Um 
But yeah, that's second and third because the third is a show on the boardwalk in in Camp May, Cape May, um, and it, it's going to be a good time. We had a great time last year. It was a real good time. It was awesome. Most of all, he put on a Jamie did a good job with that. Yeah, he does a great yeah. job. Yeah. We we missed you last week when yeah, he made I the announcement for next I year. I li- well, I listened to it the next day and uh, on my way to work and and you know. Um, Mm, kind of a bummer I couldn't be on, but Dude, we get it. We get it. Life 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 is crazy. <laughs> life is crazy. Yeah. Alright, what else we got going there, Bill? I was trying to look to see if Johnny Cash was actually there. Um <laughs> on October fourth is Trail Hero. You know, I wish I was there. Yeah. Saint Hollow. Easel. Yeah. The new Moab. Yep. But there's also Jeep Toberfest, October fifteenth to the seventeenth at mm-hmm. Kirby Family Farm. Uh and There's that's in Wilston, Florida. There, yeah, yeah. In Wilston, Florida. That sounds like a good time. Jamie. Jamie, 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 huh? Jamie sent that. Because we he had said that's the real Jeep Toberfest. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. All right. And then there is Boo at the Zoo. Creepy that's my favorite. Jeep Boo at the Zoo. <laughs> Boo at the Zoo. And that is October twenty third at Cape May Zoo down in Cape May, New Jersey. That isn't a bad drive to go down there. I'm going to be honest. No. So maybe we might make the trip. Who knows? But it's full. From it is full. Participants. Yes. Yeah. There's no more. It's sold out. Yeah. It's sold out. There, but attendees, you, as as many people can come and yeah. walk the the jeeps that are going to be exhibiting be good. and and, shoot, and the um, at the zoo. It's based on visitors that are voting this year. Oh yeah. So that'll be cool. And then there's Jeeptoberfest, October 23rd in Pigeon Forge. And the theme mummy this year is, the is yeah. Mummy. 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 So, so we're going to wrap mom, alias in, mom, in toilet paper. Mom. Mummy. <laughs> we're going to wrap everything in toilet paper, and then we're going to drive down there. Okay. <laughs> we're going to drive down there fully wrapped up. Yep. There's going to be just it's enough. It's cool to, if you wet it down <laughs> first. It ain't coming off. <laughs> oh, no. Wet it down. Let it dry. Yep. And then it's not coming yep. off. So. Uh, those are our events. If you if you or your Jeep Club um, has any events, well, I know, the Jeep J E E P oh, has yeah. a couple events coming up as well. Oh, why did I put any of those? October ninth, they're having a uh, scavenger hunt Jeep ride that's uh, ending ooh. at so next weekend. Nice. Yeah. Not this coming one. The following. Right, following. They're doing. I'll, I'll put that in the show yeah. notes. That Where's I that love going? the scavenger hunt. And then October seventh. Well, hold on. Where's the, the the October 9th, the scavenger hunt? Where's that, end, that area? Does it end up in the um at that um farm for the um yeah the corn farm. maze? Yep, corn, corn maze. maze right over there on one hundred uh, Sh- Sean's no. Road. No, no, we did that two years ago. I yeah. think. Um, hold on. I don't know where hold it is. Hold up. I don't know. We'll, hold up. Wait but it, it looks exciting, and I'm definitely I'm trying to figure out if I'm able to to do that or not. Okay. With my calendar, um, as we search, I'm looking for some things where to do with my Jeep where I'm not massaging the bottom of it with rocks. <laughs> I like massaging the bottom. Of my we Jeep we, we like rocks. to call that aggressive sandpaper. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> and mine's not near as bad mine as yours. Five hundred grit. <laughs> <laughs> You're like you got almost no control arms left. It's it's bad. Yeah, it's bad. So if anybody wants to donate a set of control arms, adjustable. And the rackets. Might as well go long arm at that point. Might, might as well. So I want to build a long arm kit. That's what I'm going to put in mine. Just looked the other day. Okay. Can we, how much? Depends who you go with. No, I want to custom build one. Oh, you want to, cu- oh, we can custom build it pretty cheap. 
like that. I want to go yeah. by the the ends yeah. and just go by. Well, steel just shot through the roof, but there's a company. I'll 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 send you the they, link that we found. Like two blinks, two blinks, and yep. the ends, and you yep. cut them and make them weld yourself. them. Yeah. So I want to do a They're three hines. link rear, right, and a triangulated four link front on the buggy. No, on the, my uh, JJ. You don't want to do a three rear. Why not? I don't know. They don't drive. Like, Eric's is the only one that I ever heard that drove decent. I heard they drive. You can get them to drive amazing. Mm. Um, Dave says he's in. He's got the tools. Cool. Yeah. Let's do it. All right. Sounds like a plan. Then I can make my suspension even more custom than it is <laughs> right. right now. Right. Well, um, so, I, it, I mean, long so, arms ride phenomenal. Um, so talking about long arms and the things that they connect to, it ends at Wilcox Farm. Wilcox, gotcha. Right. Where's that at? Like Northampton area or? Boyertown. Boy- oh, no uh, kidding. Right oh. off Reading Ave. Right. On my way to work. I was down in that area today, got lost in uh, all we the We saw corn. you driving through Kutztown too the other day. Yeah, yeah. And he was like, is that Terry? And I was like, yep. I don't know. There's like three feet between the tires and the fenders. <laughs> Dude, his Jeep sits taller than mine does now. <laughs> it is big. It's crazy. It's so, so, so when we finished it, I'm like, all right, buddy, let the lift all the way down. You had to get into the lift. Yeah. He's like, I'm yes. like, all right, you can let it down. I'm like, dude, let it down. He's it's like, been, it's been it, it is Mr. Bray. I'm like, whoa. <laughs> uh oh. Yeah, I carry a stepladder yeah. now. Yeah. Um, but it's, uh, yeah, I was, I was in Kutztown. I, I love to just get out and drive. I know. It's I know. antithetical to the fact that I actually commute an hour and ten yeah, minutes right, to, to work, work, but still, I just love to get out and drive. Um, but thanks for those events. Come see us. We're going to be at the New, New Jersey um, Fall Invasion this week. We're going to probably do a live show on Saturday, not on Sunday. Um, so come check it out. Maybe we'll come up with a time that we'll um, we'll do that live show. Now, now for the main topic. We kind of started this a couple weeks ago, um, but the we had a question and kind of a, a theoretical situation. Do you build up your Dana 30 and upgrade it, like seriously build it up, or do you go with the Dana 44? Right. And we're, what we're doing right now is we're going to take that, you know, doing a one ton or doing, you know, a six, yeah, three quarter ton, a, a, a right. 60, 60 or 80, so, you know, right. to put off the table. under your Jeep, yeah. I will give you a price. Yeah, it's not it cheap. Is, it is to all said and done to put new drive shafts, yeah. new, like everything. You're looking at a solid fifteen to seventeen thousand dollars. Right. People can't afford that. So let's talk a little bit. So of that I mean, Dana thirty right. versus so, Dana and the, forty-four. And the idea right. when we started talking about this, a lot of people are buying uh, buying sports and building them instead of a Rubicon because not everybody right. wants the cookie cutter Rubicon. Right. You know, there, there's like I don't necessarily want a locker in the rear. I want a limited slip. Right. And I want you know a, a locker in the front. Um. I don't so know, it comes with the in the rear is pretty beautiful. Well, here's I mean the the mine's not working as we great don't as have I to hoped, have that but, discussion but tonight. There's a lot of people now, like as I'm reading and stuff, a lot of people out west are leaving their lockers on and leaving the rears open, and they're apparently they steer really well that way. Interesting. Right? They're hmm. so um, it seems to be the new trend out there. So add a limited slip in there. That's you know yeah. hell. Now you got you you know even a little more. Best advantage. of both worlds, right? right? Mm-hmm. So. Um, but anyway, 
so a lot of us have sports and and the question is you know do i build the 30 or do we buy a 44 and the, the so to make the comparison fair to build a 30 that's going to hold up under moderate to heavy wheeling it would have to be trust okay mm-hmm. so yeah um, but you know, here's the thing. So really should a 44 because they're folding knuckles. They're folding the C's on the ends too. So what, let's, let's talk, break this down real quick. What's the actual differences between a 44 and a 30 housing? So the, the center section housing is larger on a 44. The ring gear is larger. So the ring gear on a, on a 30 is seven and an eighth. Right. And this gets into answering your question Correct. about the housing. Seven and an eighth, and then in a forty-four, the ring gear is eight, a eight and a half. So to accommodate the larger ring and pinion gear, they put a um, oh, it's a larger housing, right? Right. So you have a larger center section, larger um, pinion, larger pinion, which is really important. We can get into that now, later, right. whenever you want. Right. Um, so larger pinion, larger ring gear. Slightly larger housing. So when they designed this new Dana Forty Four from for for the Jeep Wrangler, right? They enforced reinforced this housing in different sections that it, they saw that they were getting a lot of forces in there. So that's the the main differences in the housing, and then the tubes are the same. I. <sighs> Are you are you sure they are? So the tubes going for the actual shafts are the, the same. Actual, they're the same diameter okay. and they're the same, same thickness. thickness. Right. The C's are the same. The ball the joints are the same. C's ball joints. So the only true difference is your actual ring. Well, gear. no, there's a there's a um, the spline count and the axles are different too. So well, so that's I'm saying the actual housing. Right. So the actual housing is just the center section. Is the center is what section. you're saying. Yes. Right. I'm not saying right. any of the guts right. on the inside. Right. Because when you when it comes to the guts, you can upgrade a 30 axle. Like you put some super they have super 30s. You can get more splines. But then you're you're then again, so so the idea is how do we keep costs down? Right. And the other thing that I liked about a 30, but I, it's funny, I couldn't find shipping weight. I couldn't find weight period. But I guarantee you a 30 is lighter than a 20, but than a 44 by about probably 25 pounds, 30 pounds. Actually, I, I guarantee it is. Well, housing. Housing and with the guts in it is probably 25 guts. to oh, 35 absolutely, pounds. I would say, yes. But then if you add the truss to the 30... You still need to trust a 44. You really do. So, but the downside I mean, for is... For a 44, I'm going to be honest. If I go and buy a 44, I'm sleeving it and trusting it. Yeah. The thing's going to be bulletproof. Because you do. You fold You fold C's in all, all the time. Every one of ours, I've had all of our Jeeps on the racks. Every one of them has, a, has a... Right. We all look like we're on rollers. Thank you. Camber in, you know? Yeah. So, uh, actually, I think yours is the worst, if I remember correctly. Mine no, is Billy is. You have no, one I have like two degrees on yeah, the Yeah, you have side. the one side's leaning in like you can physically see it. <laughs> yeah, it's great. Like, yeah. So, I'm in the market for a 44 right now. I'm probably going to do it. I'm thinking about building a 30. RCVs, trussing it, and... But you have a straight 30. I don't. It's not that straight. It's better straighter than, yours. than mine. Yeah, it is. Mine, 
I, I have to go buy a new 30 housing. Right. So you would just take the 30 that you have. Yeah, because part it. of the theme of mine is light, too. I want yeah. to keep the Jeep light. Right. And I think you can save a little bit of weight in a 30, and I definitely can save some cost. You know, and I've been I've been holding off on like I'm gonna put the Ruby box in it, but I've been I I've been holding off on on I well, I don't have money, but I eventually it's gonna get thirty sevens and, and you know, some big boy toys. Right. And I didn't want to keep the thirty under initially, but now I'm like, mm, like if I build it RCV's a hold up. They will. Absolutely they will. Uh, my only question is and will this that comes, pinion hold up? That's the problem. So now with thirty sevens I want to flip the four fifty six gear to four to one. Yeah. So now I'm putting some torque to it. And every time that, that ring and pinion goes up numerically, you get fewer teeth on the pinion gear pinion. and it gets smaller. Mm-hmm. So you and the end ring up, gear becomes thicker and right. thicker, but the teeth become smaller. 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 So you yep. end up with uh, you know, a weaker ring and pinion gear. And that's, I've seen people break 44s. Ring, I broke a 44 on my TJ. Mm. So I, I took about four teeth off of it. Mm-hmm. You know, when, when uh, actually I didn't read, I came with 373s and that's what I ran in it, but it broke the Mopar teeth, yeah. the right. Mopar ring and pinion. So that's my concern. That's the big difference. But is it worth the money? I mean, if I get a really good set of like Yukon, yeah, you know, and I mean, and I run four eighty eights in my Dana thirty, and that thing's like ticking time bomb. Going to go off in front of me soon. Yeah. So that's that's the debate. So so you're saving a little bit of weight. You're right. You do have to trust them both because they both have the ends. I the, sleeved, the, I sleeved mine. The C's are the same on the end, and they will bend no matter what. Yep. Ball joints are the same. Uh, but you don't see people... Ball joint usually isn't a failure. Yeah, we're I, not seeing a whole lot of I high mileage. I mean, now that I'm seeing... I, we just pulled some crap heavy-duty ones out of Scott's this past week. Monday night, we, we took... Two ball joints, I'm afraid to say that his uppers are, or was that the uppers? No, we did the lowers. Uppers are beat, too. Mm. And they were mm. factory. So, I mean, a lot of times when people get death wobble, it's not just one part. It's like ball joints. Right, it's, right, you right. know. So, but, but, I mean, it's a moot point because both differentials have the same, it's the same damn ball joint. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like you said, tubing housing. I'm say, not saving a ton of weight. You're not. Uh, RCVs. So that the, you're right. So I your, could your put spline counts different. Spline counts different. So you I'm on a 27, 27 to, to a 30. 30. Or if you really wanted 35, right? You can do a 35 spline front. They make them. They're very easy to build. Then you're getting into Dana 60 splines. Yeah, but then you're back to that ring and pinion. But, right. Which, the only thing the splines are doing is it just gives you more strength right? in that joint. That's all it's doing. Well, it's, it's spreading out the weight over more. Right. Yeah, it gives you more yeah. contact. Surface area. Yeah. yeah. So, but like that, you're not getting a thicker shaft when you go to a 35 spline. No. You just, they you're just not, machine more right, splines. That's right. all it is. Um, so, you are getting a thicker shaft when you go from a, four, from a 30 to a 44, though. They do differ in size. I yeah. know that. So off the top of my head, and, and you know, I obviously don't know what you guys know, but if I'm thinking a 44 you know, in the front, 
seems like it's a stronger, beefier um, way to go and something that I would think about if I was looking to do that. So here's the other thing. If you are off the bat, in my case, you yep. have a bent bent 30, right. what do you do? You replace so you go, it with another 30 and then build, build, build it hefty it? up? Or right. do you go to a 44? Because you're still spending the same amount. Yeah, no, I, I would go with a 44, front, right? Kind of. I don't know. So that's the thing is I can take my axle shafts out, put, yeah, them, in put, them, in, put right. them in the new one. So some of the parts can be reused. That's the, yeah, that's where I'm at. Uh, so yeah, you're right. The the forty four shafts are a good amount larger. Yeah, they are. Yeah, which takes away from the efficiency of the vehicle too. So I mean, now you got more rotational mass on sprung weight. You know what I mean? But are you looking for strength? Are you looking for durability? What do you like? I'm trying to find. So I'm trying to find a happy medium, man. I want to keep it light. So again, you're. It's the not sh- sprung weight though. That's the other thing. So it's unsprung weight. Unsprung weight. That's another thing to think about. Is you're putting more weight in down the axle, low, down but low. You're, you're losing efficiency though. You're not. I don't think you're going to. The trade-offs for both of them, you're not going to Not just them. that one, probably not. But when you start, like, okay, so, uh, all right, I've already put the 44 and added some weight on. Let me put, throw a whole bunch of skid plates on there, cast skid plates. Uh, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and throw, you know, and it all starts to add up. Yeah. Sure. So sure. the theme between, for mine, has been to keep it super light so that I didn't need really heavy components underneath and, you know... It would also ask the, the, the question, am I doing this before something goes wrong? Or am I waiting till after I, it, something goes wrong, then replace it? You know, because it, it, it's almost the philosophy, it ain't broke, don't fix it. Because this is a big Mine's thing to broke. do. Yours is bent, right? Yours is, you, you need to do something. You need, to be, you need to take some sort of action. Yours is not. Mm-hmm. Do you need to take some sort of action okay. at this point? You know, so it, I think you have to figure that in too. If you're going to build, if you have a 30 and you're going to build it up, you know, and you're not going to wheel it all winter, you've got time to do it. Yeah. Then, so sure. Here's another thing. It's definitely cheaper though, Billy. Don't you agree it would be cheaper to build a 30 that's already in the Jeep? 100%. Yeah. If it's already in the Jeep, yeah, everything's good. Yeah, because you can take parts off it, whatever. You can just add to what you've right. got going on. Right. But if you're, do you if you don't have that, you know, something drastic happened, you grenaded right. your your thirty. Do you replace it with another thirty and build it up, or do you get a forty four somewhere? Right. So another thing that we can do, you know, that I could do to keep the stress off the ring and pinion, and that's my biggest concern is that ring and pinion gear. Mm -hmm. My other thing I could do is leave like a 373, 310 in it, maybe, or a a 410 in it, not run the 456, maybe bump up the 410 with the 37s just so it's decent on the street and and run an Atlas 5 to 1. And that would make up for it. It takes the stress off the axle and puts puts it back on the the transfer transfer case. Yep. It's going to drive like dog crap on the street, though. I don't know. I mean, I'm running 35s with 373s. It'd probably be the same as it is now, and it runs like a raped ape now. (laughs) (laughs) You have that thing turned up so hot, though. It it was like 250 just cruising up a hill. Oh, my God. When we were off-road, when we were out last weekend, 
I was going up a hill on the west property, and I was at about three grand, just blowing up the hill. Not not bombing it, just you know, I yeah. I shouldn't have started in first, and I hate shifting when I'm going up a hill with the manual, like in the second. Oh Should yeah, should have yeah. started in second yeah. and went up. Um, and uh, you know, I wanted to get to the top. It was like two fifty. I'm like, oh god, jeez. I it, it you that Jeep because we're basically exactly the same yeah. Jeep, right? Mm-hmm. Mine's an automatic, yours yeah. is a manual. That's that that's the difference. Even throwing you know you into the mix, but that Jeep drives. It's so fast. It is ridiculously fast. Ridiculously yeah, fast. Yeah, the the dome pressures are probably twice what they're supposed to be. <laughs> yeah, you haven't ridden mine lately. No, I spun them from over here, twenty five miles an hour. Punched it. Spun them through fifty. Did it? You know who else is runs really good now too with the new engine in it? Toadies. Oh, does oh yeah, does Toadies, Toadies is pretty. So snappy. did he get a Jasper motor too? No, he did not get a Jasper engine. He bought so another. So I've heard engine. Jasper motors have they're turned up a little bit. Might be. I don't know. Not like a lot, but there's the components they put a little bit better stuff in them. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Jasper, in my opinion, Jasper does a good job. Oh. Great job. All right, so how did we get on engines? Now? I don't know. Oh, Jason God. has a good a, a good question is, where's the limit? When do I need to f- care about getting full tilt on axle upgrades? Um, so here's another thing. Yeah. If you're throwing a crazy lift on, a, on your Jeep and you're building an axle, you can reset your angles. What do you mean? Your pinning angles? Yeah. Oh, yeah, with adjustable control arms. Oh, unless you're building it totally. You're building it totally? You can just spin them on the shaft. You can yeah. spin it on the shaft before right. you put it in, rebuild it, re-weld it, be done with it. Right. right. You can achieve perfect driveline angles. But that's going to change throughout time, too. So let's say, like, I don't know, you want to go to 40s on the JK. All of a sudden, it ends up a buggy, and you're in 42s, <laughs> and you got to put more lift on it. You know, putting five and a half inch coil then I'm probably going to a 60. Maybe, you know, yeah, I don't know. I mean, 40s on a 44. I am so That's sorry very, very that <laughs> you feel this, but like, <laughs> I am so surprised. <laughs> I am so surprised your stock 44 did not hold up <laughs> with 40s. Like, uh, a grenade just like <laughs> it is. I mean, it is because you, know, you saw that too. Yeah. Oh, I am so surprised. Yeah. <laughs> But I, I I wonder, you know, like, what can you build? Like, so that rear on mine has a competition pattern, and it is super tight. Mm-hmm. I would be surprised if it broke. I really would be. So if I, I do said, a competition pattern on the front. How haven't I broke mine yet? I don't think you've wheeled that that hard. You've wheeled the. I drive it on the street. Not in four-wheel drive. But the rear, too. Yeah. But the, but there, you don't have beat the crap out of that. When, but but straight rear wheel drive, you don't have. If you're not in four wheel drive, you're not putting the same kind of torque pressure <clears throat> left and right that you would be if you were four. Plus, you're in two wheel drive. Yeah. You're not in four low, okay. so you're multiplying the torque a shitload in four sure. low. You know, sure. you're you're probably well. I mean, right? If, and you've it, got, in yours, you've got you're forces more than pushing against those those tires. Tried to break other shit. And that's another thing. I mean, so so like right now, Scott and I both have bent axle flanges. The outside axle shaft flange yep. are, on both of ours are bent from pinning them up against rocks. Mm. You know, so I don't think that's going to change like... Whether you have a 44 or, or a 30. 30 yeah. right. You know. Um, have you looked into putting new C's on it? Like no, no, the the rear the rears rears. Oh. 
Yeah, but I'm just thinking like if the rears, the fronts. I don't hear about fronts bending much. That would be honestly, it's just rears and the fronts that are to seize. So I don't know. I mean, I have extra axle shafts at work, so I'll probably just put another factory one on it until I'm out. Right, like three extras, and then when I'm out, I'll I'll get a good set. But I need to redo bearings in my rear end. So. Now you said you built. What did you build? So I built a Dana 44, um, just like a to go into my Jeep, basically price tag with putting a rear locker in $5,266. So that includes front locker, rear locker, um, a G2 raised height front track bar bracket. That's a weld on guy Mm -hmm. because I, I, how it's set up in my Jeep, I have a flip kit. I need that. And then I just went with some standard Dana Spicer, um, front drive shafts you know they're they're the upgraded axle shafts but they're not full they're 318 dollars and 254 versus rvcs which are 1500 dollars off the bat or 1500 i thought they were 700 for a set no they're price tagged now at like 14 something oh for, god for a set of rvcs no 44 RVCs. I don't know what 30 I, RVCs They're probably are. the same price. I mean, I'll, go, I'll finish up. I'll look. So then I got a Synergy Manufacturing uh, front axle truss, a Dana Spicer axle cover. I'm just basically added two new steering knuckles because why not? Two new, bear, uh, two new <laughs> hub bearings. I threw on a rear axle truss because if I'm going to do the front, you might as well do the rear at the same time. It was an extra 200 bucks, and then I got the Mopar Rubicon front axle housing with J8 axle tubes. Oh. So it's a Mopar axle housing with the upgraded axle tubes that are uh, 0.325 of an inch. So it's three-eighths of an inch right. or something thick. Yeah, they're three-eighths thick uh, from the stock quarter-inch steel. So these are the military-grade axles. So that's the thing. Basically, what I did was I built a standard, like, soup to nuts. This is a beef axle without going wild. Right. Doesn't have RVCs and doesn't have reed racing knuckles. It doesn't have all new bracketry on it. Like, yeah, I can probably put new brackets on the lower control arm mounts mm-hmm. because you mine's well because they're thin. Yeah. Mark says fourteen eighty five for Dana forty four RCBs plus tax plus shipping. Yeah, there so let's go. let's um what did you say? Five thousand for everything? So this is front trust, rear trust, and um lockers front and rear. Alright, so let's figure out what the thirty would be. You got your calculator? I got some parts up here. Yeah. You ready? Yep. All right. So the, the right, I would go the RCVs in a 30 for sure. So that's they're, 14. No, they're, I just looked, they're 1200 They're a little cheaper. All right, 1200 1200 Canadian dollars is what he's doing. Is wow. he? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Arctic Industries Dana 30, the whole kit, the truss at $320. ARB air locker for the front, which is what I think I would do. They're about like 900 They're $900. A good Yukon gear set. Front and rear. Uh, let's just, I'll just do the front for now and figure out what the front is. So that's the thing is I did front and rear. Well, we can, we can figure out. Okay. 
Uh, but the front would be... Oh, shit. I didn't add in a gear set. They're about $500 front and rear. Yeah. I think the one that well, I was like six hundred. Like yeah, there's six hundred. It's what it costs to do my Wrangler the last time around. Six hundred. So add that in the, the pile. Um, and then I would do right off the bat, I would do a really good set of ball joints. So I did Mopar ball joints, the heavy duty ball joints. They're just priced them out Monday. They're two hundred dollars a side. Yukon gear and axle uh gear sets are five seventy five. Seven. Yeah, it was six hundred. Master call install. Totally paid. So, sorry, you were adding uh two about four hundred dollars for ball joints, heavy duty ball joints, right and left. Uh huh. Um. New knuckles. Yeah, I guess new so. Bear. Right. You, you might, might as well. well. Do new knuckles. New new. So ball, what are we looking at for uh, a unit of... bearings? I had them up. They're the same. Yeah. So they're whatever just regular old Omix Ada, right? Like, so they're three hundred. Oh wait, is that loaded with the bearings I don't need in them? One, no. So they're one fifty a piece, so three hundred. And then uh, bearings are one eighty nine a piece. And that's a Mopar bearing. Is so another four hundred, and then a diff cover for the front. So you know, throwing another hundred fifty bucks for a decent diff cover. Where are we at? Forty two seventy. Pooh. And what can you buy a forty four for? So I just priced out front and rear for fifty two hundred. Oh, seems like question answered. Yeah. So it's the RCVs the that are killing The only thing that I'm you, really you know. doing different in this... Different is, RCVs? No. Or you're not doing RCVs? I'm not doing RCVs, and I'm putting a locker in the rear. And the locker in the rear covers the $900 already. Right. The, the difference, almost. Right. And I put a truss on the back, too. So which, you might as well do a 44. So a truss on the rear is 200 So a locker and a truss in the rear, that's the only difference. Actually... Yeah. Well, oh, I didn't add the gear set in, so... But, yeah. But, I mean, for... for So, really, the cost... Because of the RCVs, you might as well just go with a 44 without RCVs. Maybe throw them in after you break an axle or something. Yeah. I don't know. That's crazy. I think I just solved <coughs> your problem. Yeah, I think you... So, that was surprising. That was surprising. I, ha- I have been researching this. I have been looking at this. I have done Every inch of everything. So I think originally you were in the 30 camp. I was, and I thought about it because I looked and I thought, okay, I'll reuse my, this is super cheap. I'm reusing my axle shafts. I'm reusing my knuckles. I'm reusing my bearings. Mm -hmm. Brakes are getting reused. You know, everything was getting reused except like, I'm going to go buy a new housing and I'm going to truss it. Yeah. That's the only thing I'd be doing. But what am I putting underneath that's the only thing that's different is it's the same axle, it'll have a truss, and right. it'll be straight. Big deal. I've already bent it once. Right. You bend it again. I'm going to bend it again. Yep. 
So my concern was the ring and pinion. That was my big concern with yeah. the 30. But if I was going to save $2,000... It would be worth it. But, but I really don't not. think you can do... I would not do a 30 without doing RCVs. Right. And that's the killer. The RCVs are so expensive. I thought $700. I was at half the price right. for the RCVs. Yeah. And that's what's... Um, okay. So that, well, that kind of answers that question. Yep. You get a 44. 44 it is. Um. And then that way you can blow up your thirty. Oh, that's you the blow other up thing. Your 30 I think if we and then if replace we build forty fours, we need to take our thirties up to wrap, up to AOA and blow them up, and we'll just tell. <laughs> I'll tell you what. I was in a second gear pull on a log this weekend, trying to get up to the one scenic byway, and it was it was hop, and I thought it was going to go. <laughs> we got. Well, why not? <laughs> well, I had because I had ten people behind me. I was uh, like, Please no, no right, I meant like right. if we went up there and so, just blew up our axe. I mean, and then I, I just all I did was roll on real quick, and it just the, the the it was just the one front just started jumping, and I'm like, yeah, I got some axle wrap, and I got out of it real quick. But right, I guarantee at thirty seconds of that, there would have been new joint parts everywhere. You, you would, you would, yeah, for sure yeah. needed that. All right, so that answers that question. I you know I got advice from um, another listener throughout the week that knew that we were going to talk about this, and they were on the forty four camp one hundred percent, and I kind of wanted to hold that in my pocket until yeah, we had yeah. this discussion, and I think yeah. we kind of all agree that we're on the forty four camp. Yeah, if you could do a thirty cheaper, I would probably do a thirty. You know, because yeah. money is such an issue. Yeah, sure. But I wouldn't do that 30 without the RCVs, and the RCVs were a lot more than I thought they were. So, so. If you started out with a straight axle. Yeah. If you're taking the one off your Jeep and you have plenty of time to to build all this stuff, yeah. then then I, I don't know that there's a problem. Yeah. Right? But if you're having to go out and buy one, you need to throw it on because it's your your yeah, daily yeah, yeah, yeah. as well. Yeah. Then why mess with it? Yeah. Get a 44 yeah. and live your life. Yeah, I mean, that's what everybody says, right? Build it once, not twice. Yep. And and so, like I said, I, I don't... Five, so, all said and done, front, rear, locked, you're looking at $5,879.65. With a 44 in the front, Dana Spicer, chromoly axle shafts with 1350s in them, trussed and sleeved, Who's the guy in our club with like 48s and he's got a Dana 30 in the front with 321 gears? <laughs> it literally just it it does. drives it to the parking yeah, lot and, and back. Yeah. Um, but that, that's awesome. I'd love to hear your comments on this. Um, it's, it's been kind of a fun little exercise to go through this because it, it, it's fun to kind of see what you have and if you can build it or just sometimes buying the whole thing might be a better better option. So I'm surprised we still have eight viewers. I haven't been watching the live feed. <laughs> <laughs> I thought we... Oh, nine. I, oh, well, I'm the ninth. Well, we turned it down a little. We didn't get super yeah. technical like we usually no. do. We didn't, we didn't nerd out, so, you know. Well, I... I I have to congratulate Mark. I mean, he's been super participatory in this um, as well in the comment section, but congratulates to him on, on winning that off-camber um, lighting pin light. And thanks to Off-Camber for providing that um, flashlight for us yeah. um, for that giveaway. They're an Absolutely. awesome partner. Um, yes, they are. To and have recommend in. to your friends yeah. Off-Camber lighting. Yeah. Um, and use our yeah, those, those pen lights. I mean, if you work on your own rig or you wheel, oh my you God, should yeah. have one of those yeah. on everywhere. Yeah, I need to go <laughs> buy like ten yeah. of them. Yeah, yeah, multiple of them. We use them all the time when mm. we're out. Um, oh, yeah. 
Hey, where can to people find, the, find us? To find the pier at night, too. Oh, yeah. Gotta yeah. find it. Yeah. Where can people find us? Um, the Insta Pictures and the yeah. MySpace pads. <laughs> Come on. Just Andy. type Jeep Life Podcast. That's true. In the search bar. In the interweb. But you already have done that because you're listening. So tell your friends about us. I don't care where you're finding us. That's right. Tell your friends where to find well, us. Well, here's where I care. Find your Patreon. Yes. And be a supporter of the Patreon. We have three levels. Our, our We need to create another level. Yeah. I, we I'll ha- get on it. We have our um, sport level at $3. We, we have our, our Sahar level at $5 a month, and we have our um, Rubicon, Rubicon level at the $10 a month. That's not a lot. No. So but every little bit helps us that so we can m- bring um, much better com- um, content. content so. Side note on the axle train. You can buy... A G2 4435 spline front core 44 axle with a rear locker for $4,500. That's a rear, though. That's a rear differential. It's a front differential. Oh, that's not bad. All right. Uh, excellent. Well, we should sign off, and Billy and I will just sit here and continue <laughs> to talk about it. We, we should. Um, thanks, everybody, for hanging out with us. Congratulations again to Mark. Listen to us live. Um, listen to us every time. So whether it's on Mark, get the garage warmed up. That's right. We're coming up. Um, but for Bill, um, Don, and myself, here's a big Jeep wave to you, everybody. Have a good night. <laughs>